Hello, and welcome to Order Up, a podcast from the National Restaurant Association. I'm Carly McBride, your host for Order Up. Today, I'm talking with our friends at the National Restaurant Association Educational Foundation, also known as the NRAEF. Specifically, I'm speaking with John Short, Director of Program Development. This is our second time speaking with the foundation, the nonprofit arm of the National Restaurant Association. You can learn more about the work they do on our first interview with their president, Rob Gifford, which we recorded back in July. John is here to educate us on an industry training opportunity that isn't unique to restaurants overseas, but thanks to funding from the U.S. Department of Labor, has gained steam here in the United States over the past few years, and that's apprenticeship. Apprenticeship programs are specifically for employees in the restaurant and hospitality industry looking to advance their careers. So John, thank you so much for joining us today. Can you start us off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure, Carly. So I actually was an apprentice way, way back in the day. I'm an electrician by trade. And I started my apprenticeship in Ireland, which is a four-year program that involved, like all apprenticeship programs, through on-the-job training and classroom learning. Uh, Prior to joining the National Restaurant Association Education Foundation, here in known as NRAEF. Um, I served as a director of education training and apprenticeship with the Home Builders Institute, which is the workforce development arm of the National Association of Home Builders. In that role, I developed apprenticeship programs for um, local home builders associations and connected individuals into those apprenticeship programs. So, you know, from being a 17-year-old first-year apprentice to working in workforce development programs throughout my career, and now I'm back doing apprenticeship programs again, I think it's uh, it's come full circle. Fantastic. We know apprenticeships are more common in places like Europe, uh, and for restaurant and culinary careers, we often hear of restaurant tours having apprenticed under some of the top chefs in the world. Why do you think apprenticeship is such an integral part of education in that part of the world? And what benefits are we seeing from that? So you got to look at apprenticeship going way back through history. For example, Leonardo da Vinci and, and Michelangelo were both apprentices in their trades. So Europe has a very, very long history of on-the-job training, learning under a master so that you know future generations would become the next masons the next painters even the next lawyers my next door neighbor in ireland uh, where i grew up he apprenticed as a lawyer he did not go and get a law degree and that's you know 30 years ago so you know it, it there is a major investment in europe in apprenticeship i'll give you an example In Ireland, uh, which is a relatively small country of like 5 million people, they invest a billion dollars per year in apprenticeship. The U.S., by comparison, spends around 200 million a year. So, you know, the, the investment by European countries in apprenticeship is, is pretty deep. Um, you'll also find in Europe, that those countries that invest most in apprenticeship and have thriving apprenticeship programs have the lowest youth unemployment. There is a connection there. So, you know, with the United States, traditionally apprenticeship was focused on construction and in manufacturing. But several years ago, 
the U.S. Department of Labor's Office of Apprenticeship decided to expand occupations that could be apprenticeable. Again, that's kind of modeled on the European system. So now you have apprenticeship programs, not only in the hospitality industry, but also in IT, in healthcare, uh, in transportation. So, the, you know, there was a substantial investment by the U.S. Department of Labor to expand apprenticeship to other occupations besides the traditional construction and manufacturing industries. Excellent. So why do you think apprenticeships are a strong fit for those looking to advance their careers in restaurants here in the U.S.? In 2016, NRAEF developed what's called a competency model, which is essentially the foundation for advancement in the industry. And the building blocks to a successful career in the industry begins with soft skills training such as showing up on time, being ready to work, interpersonal communications, and moves on to academic skills such as reading, writing, and math. From there, we delve into industry-specific skills for both front of the house and back of the house. And finally, we added management skills to the mix, including food safety management, cost controls, HR, and supervision. From the competency model, we developed a career pathway to take an individual from entry level to management. An apprenticeship program is more cost-effective than a college degree. Not that I have anything against a college degree, I don't. But there has to be an alternative pathway to access the middle class besides college. You know, for too long, counselors in high schools would just say, well, you need to go to college. Okay, what about the 70% of those people in the population who do not want to access college. There has to be another pathway. We developed this career pathway with NRAEF to take people from the entry level up to management. MFHA is focused on advancing racial, ethnic, and gender diversity by supporting our member companies to learn, grow, and connect by creating an inclusive culture and improving business outcomes in the communities we serve. For more information on ways MFHA can serve your diversity and inclusion needs, check out mfha.net or email info at mfha.net. Can you tell us a little bit more about the hospitality sector registered apprenticeship uh, and the, the success that you've seen so far with that? Sure. So again, in you know, 2016 seemed to be the year everything was happening, but we received a, a contract from the U.S. Department of Labor to develop apprenticeship programs in the hospitality sector. We partnered with the American Hotel and Lodging Association Foundation, um, along with NRAEF and some other partners to develop management apprenticeship programs for restaurant manager and for lodging manager. So when we started the program, we had to get our apprenticeship standards approved. We already had the competencies developed by industry subject matter experts. In other words, what do you need to know to become a restaurant manager or a lodging manager? So it was pretty tough at the beginning. Um, but now we're in a situation where we have 70 employers and 2,500 apprentices. And the reason that we went down this road is because our industry highlighted the fact that they were having recruiting and retaining restaurant managers, hence the need to develop 
a workforce development strategy that would address those two major industry issues. So having been in this for four years now, we have an overall retention rate of 80%. And that, you know, that bodes well for workforce development strategies like apprenticeship to help industry recruit and retain employees. So the HSRA is going very, very well. However, you know, (laughs) nobody anticipated COVID. Um, So that has had an impact on our programs, to be sure. Yes, I feel like it has had an impact on every single piece of our lives. Um, So what has the response been from the industry on this initiative? Initially, it was curiosity because, you know, apart from um, culinary, apprenticeship was not thought of within our industry as being something that could be used. When we developed uh, our employer meetings through association members, through state restaurant associations, even through non-members of the association, Our biggest lift was to explain apprenticeship. What was it? What makes apprenticeship different than just hiring somebody off the street? And what makes it different is an apprentice is an employee from day one. Okay, that's similar to somebody coming in off the street. But apprenticeship has to combine on-the-job training with classroom learning. The -the on-the-job training is what you do. The classroom learning is why you do what you do. Both of those have to work in concert together to have a true registered apprenticeship program. So initially, while industry was curious, then we began to recruit employers who became champions of the apprenticeship program because they saw it worked. And because it worked, uh, we now use our current employer pool to help promote apprenticeship in the industry. Very good. So are you actively looking for new employers to join this apprenticeship program? Of course, we always are looking for for employers to participate in the program. In fact, we just recently had meetings with the Maryland State Restaurant Association with some of their members, and also with the Louisiana Restaurant Association with some of their members too, to actively recruit employers. So what we do is is, uh, we give an overall pitch And then we work with the employers individually to explain the program, what the benefits of the program are, and how the apprenticeship program can help them recruit and retain really good employees. Fantastic. Um, You did mention COVID uh, just a few moments ago. So tell me a little bit more about how COVID-19 has impacted the apprenticeship program and what are you all doing to adapt and innovate to the evolving restaurant landscape? Sure. So we started off with a restaurant manager apprenticeship program, and that was, we actually had a retention rate of 90%. Well, post-COVID, it's 80%, which is understandable because, you know, we've, we lost employers and we've lost uh, apprentices as well. But in February, we developed the line cook apprenticeship program, which is a one-year program to train the next generation of line cooks. And we were all set to promote this throughout the industry, and then COVID happened. So we had to adapt, like our employers, we had to figure out a way to promote the apprenticeship program, but to take in the new reality. 
And the new reality was with the, the classroom training component, how do we shift that to online? And we worked with our friends at um, the National Restaurant Association to develop online modules and online training um, so that the apprentices could still access the training that they needed, the classroom training component. So that was the, the biggest shift, and that's common to most other industries as well. They all had to shift with um, their apprenticeship programs to do more online training rather than in-person. Got it. This is a really big week to celebrate apprenticeships across our industry. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. So this week is National Apprenticeship Week. It actually kicked off uh, on Sunday. And what it is, the purpose of it is to highlight apprenticeship programs across the country. So the U.S. Department of Labor's Office of Apprenticeship asks every apprenticeship sponsor like NRAEF to highlight apprenticeship programs as workforce development strategies. That is what we're doing uh, with our communications team. We have developed promotional blurbs and social media articles that we will be highlighting uh, this week. And we will focus on the apprenticeship programs that we have at NRAEF, not only the hospitality sector registered apprenticeship program, but also youth apprenticeship and military apprenticeship as well. Very good. I was specifically going to ask about Veterans Day uh, because I noticed that Veterans Day is during uh, National Apprenticeship Week. Uh, So is there anything additional that you'd like to tell us about how you're engaging uh, with the veteran community uh, into apprenticeship? Yeah, yeah, it all begins with our employer partners. So when we have veterans working in the apprenticeship program, working with our employers, we partner with our employers to make sure the veterans get the benefits um, that they deserve. And, you know, we cannot do this without without our employer partners. And it is, you know, just fantastic that we are able to offer more benefits to veterans, um, you know, having gone through that whole valor process. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, it's working out well. That's fantastic. And now I understand young adults are another integral part of the population that you're trying to aim to connect uh, to these apprenticeship opportunities. How does that work with your current programs at NRAEF? So this year we received uh, funding from the U.S. Department of Labor to develop youth apprenticeship programs. So we began the Restaurant Youth Registered Apprenticeship Program to connect youth to apprenticeship, either through high school programs like ProStart our community-based programs like Job Corps, Youth Build, um, Cafe Reconcile, and Liberty's Kitchen in Louisiana, and our other community-based organizations. So the grant specifically allows us to set up programs in four states, Louisiana, Maryland, Delaware, and Colorado. And we're working with our state restaurant association partners in each one of these states to provide the leadership to connect employers through the ProStart programs, for example, and to develop pre-apprenticeship and apprenticeship programs. So the idea is to link what the students are learning in high school to employment opportunities with registered apprenticeship employers so that they transition 
from high school where they will earn credits in the apprenticeship program into formal registered apprenticeship. Well, thank you, John, so much for being here. Um, I, I don't have any additional questions for you, but this has just been a wealth of information. And it's very clear that you and your team are doing some incredible work, uh, not only to build the restaurant industry as a whole, but the sustainability of it um, by bringing in this apprenticeship program. So if any of our listeners uh, are interested in learning more about apprenticeships, how would they go about connecting with your team? They can uh, contact me directly. So it's jshort, S-H-O-R-T-T, at N-R-A-E-F.org. And I would gladly answer their emails. Fantastic. You heard it from him, jshort, S-H-O-R-T-T. Very good. Well, thank you so much, John, for your time today and all the amazing work that you're doing uh, for our industry. Thank you. Have a great day. Cultural intelligence means having the knowledge, skills, and abilities necessary to effectively and appropriately engage people from different cultural backgrounds to deliver better business results. MFHA delivers cultural intelligence programs specifically for the food and hospitality industry with membership programs, live and virtual trainings, consulting, products, and events. MFHA focuses on talent solutions, risk mitigation, and strategy development. Learn how your company can gain cultural intelligence by visiting mfha.net or email info at mfha.net for more information or to request a consultation. Thanks so much for listening to Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. Follow us on your favorite podcast player and find out more at restaurant.org slash podcasts. Episode produced by Dante32.